What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Cunt. Wanted to do a quick intro up top here. We have a guest host on this show with us. This is Julia from the Cosmic Peach Podcast. You know where to find her. Check her out. She does a lot of good work, and um, we will be sharing her links in the show notes here. And the main reason that I wanted to get on here was to let everybody know if you want to support this particular show of course you can do the patreon thing for either one of our individual podcasts that's great but ghost and i do this whole soap venture thing together we're calling it conspiracy soap we split all of the profits and essentially it's all just going back into getting more so if you want to check out what we're doing here all natural soap great stuff cheap shipping all that kind of nice stuff four cents mk ultra which is kind of like a you know a real girly smell uh black raspberry type situation going on there new world order uh this is an oakma sea salt that's actually probably my favorite smelling one the bigfoot bait which is a nice exfoliant it's actually got oats in there to uh you know kind of exfoliate your skin really nice stuff uh milk and honey scent and then the invasion which is bamboo and hemp another one probably my second favorite smell out of the four there but guys check it out you can go to dangerousworldpodcast.com just because it's on my site doesn't mean i don't share it with ghost this is kind of our thing and we're trying it out uh sold quite a few actually it's selling a lot better than i had expected of the four packs shipping is the same whether you get the four bars or the one that's just how my third party site will allow it for now trying to get on top of that but uh it's five bucks whether you get the single bar or the four bars for the shipping so obviously no brainer there and you're gonna like it guys um let me know you know if you end up getting it i'd like to hear some reviews on it but uh, really cool labels and just kind of something that's kind of up our alley here. So appreciate the support, guys. And I'm not going to bore you with any other stuff. But like I said, great way to support both Ghost and Eyes shows. So enjoy this news show. Uh, I was hung over because of UFC 290, but we still brought the heat. Some interesting stuff here as always. So thanks so much. And here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Conspiracy Underground. We are the Conspiracy Underground News Team and the Tag Team Champions of the Podcast World. I am the Lunatic Fringe, the Left Lift Ghost, and with me is the Radical One, Ryan Dean. And join us in, in studio, special guest host, Julia from the Cosmic Peach. How are you? Hi, Ghost. Thank you so much for having me on. I'm thrilled to be here in the Conspiracy Underground News Team. You're... I'm bringing you the weather from <laughs> sunny Oklahoma. <laughs> there you go. It's it's rainy and doomy and gloomy here in Pennsylvania. So uh, no, it's beautiful here. But I do have to say though, uh, on the weather, we're having weird insect problems this summer. But I've been seeing that everywhere. People posting videos of like mosquitoes, gnats just weird creepy crawlies and uh, I actually talked about this before but I think that the mosquitoes are interesting because I think I saw something the other day that was like Bill Gates is up to his shit again trying to release mosquitoes with like something attached to them so off spray people hard to know what's going on with that but yeah isn't that a creepy idea that like maybe there's some vaccines in the mosquitoes or some shit like that like that's black mirror Mm -hmm. shit honestly but Maybe they're trying to turn us gay. 
Maybe. And it's working. Yeah. <laughs> well, even if it's not the vaccine, what does West Nile virus do to people? It's deadly, right? West Nile? It can be. Okay, yeah, it can be. That malaria. So I think I'd I think I'd almost and I would never admit to this in a million years, but I'd rather have a mosquito with the COVID vaccine than die from West Nile right. <laughs> or like whatever the like a some weird. Let me Google side effects. Yeah, the, thing, the, the thing is, though, with West Nile, like we we hear it's deadly. But that's all we hear. Like, mm-hmm. I haven't heard anybody get it in the United States. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know. I, to me, sometimes some of that's fear porny. Yeah, it says that it causes sudden onset of high fever, severe headache, nausea, vomiting, sore throat, back pain, joint pain, prominent muscle aches, and weakness. Oh, so you get the flu. So it's like the flu, but it and it lasts 14 days, like COVID. Um. <laughs> So Maybe some people get a rash, but other than that, not anything too crazy. Yeah, man. Like, fuck all that stuff. I'll just, uh, I mean, <laughs> mosquitoes don't touch me, to be honest. It's weird. Yeah, I don't get bit that often either. Very strange. Well, some people have reported uh, comas, tremors, or convulsions. So that's new. Yeah, man. I don't know. That shit's no good. No good. Um, bueno. well, I know that we always start off kind of bullshitting up front here talking about like what we did over the weekend, Julia, since you're new here, what'd you do this weekend? You getting anything fun, watching any good movies or do anything like that? I adopted a small potato. His name is Brewski. He's a baby Sharpay. He's very cute. Dark he Sharpay. Is- yeah, he snores and grunts and grumbles <laughs> and, um, he's adorable he actually uh, has more wrinkles on his whole body than I've seen on an 80 year old man. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's what makes him cute. The sharp A. Mm-hmm. It's all the wrinkles. Yeah. yeah so that's, that's pretty much what I did. I, I'm sure everyone enjoyed their 4th of July as much as they could. We just blew up stuff and ate five corn on the cobs and whatever you're supposed to do on the 4th of July. There you <laughs> but, go. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I got it. I got to give a quick shout out on the 4th of July thing. My dog, Bane, my, the big, my, my big dog, right? Big pussy when it comes to fireworks. Again, last night, I'm sitting there. I was watching a movie. They, they started. Someone was having a fireworks display. He's shaking. I got to give a shout out to pure <laughs> wellness real fucking quick. I yeah. gave him two, two drops or two of the vials. He, I have a dropper or whatever of thousand milligram. Within ten minutes, he was just chill, laying there, not a, not a fucking concern in the world. Yeah, yeah, wow. did the same thing. That stuff really does work. So good, good shit there. Um, what'd you get into this weekend, dude? Um, did the tavern Friday had had fun with that. Uh, yesterday, just kind of, kind of, I don't know, didn't do much, and then opened some beers and later on in the evening and then i was like you know what i'm gonna rent nefarious and wow i'm I'm gonna go back and watch it again because some people have like like i don't know i looked at some of the theology from a different perspective in it where okay i get that the guy was possessed but the story that the demon was telling almost makes you feel like i can see where he's coming from against what was 
told from the good guy, the creator, the, you know what I mean? And, but, and the way he brought out uh, abortion and shit and how he talked about the ritual. And I was just like, holy fuck. I mean, it, it was, it was good to the point where you, you want to watch it again. Like I'm getting like tinglys on my head, you know, talking about it. It was a good fuck. And the guy that played that part. Wow. I mean, he reminded, I think he studied Keith Ledger's Joker, just some of his mannerisms and stuff. I don't really. Yeah, the part is that, where, is that on Amazon Prime or something? Yeah, it's like two bucks, I think, to rent, right? Uh, five ninety nine. Oh, it was five ninety nine. It's bad. worth it. it. Well, and it's worth it too to support that kind of stuff. I know Glenn Beck had something to do with it, which you know he's kind of weird, but um, th- that stuff where it's kind of like counter to Hollywood. I I don't mind supporting things like that. It's tough to rent like a big Hollywood movie and give them money, but right. this this I think has a good message. There's that scene in there, dude. It's pretty wild when he's when the the demon guy you know he's trying to prove or you know the the atheist is saying like prove to me that you're a demon and the guy like counts down his girlfriend's abortion basically and says like all of hell rejoices because your baby just went to hell right yeah. oh my god it's fucking dark it's very dark and then he goes and calls his chick and she's like did you she she said that she just had gotten it done right like right around when he said you know your baby oh. went now yeah. yeah. Well, we, he called and she was in recovery. He couldn't talk to her. Yeah. 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 So, and he was just like, oh my God, like, how did he know that? And yeah, it, it's, it's good. It's, it's worth renting and giving it a couple watches. Cause I, I think that's what, when we wrap up here, I'm probably going to make some spaghetti today. I think, I don't know. Spaghetti's and uh, watch that again because it was, it was good. Yeah. Definitely recommend it. Um, yeah, dude, I, I did the UFC thing yesterday. It was a blast. Had a nice little crab boil. And, nice. uh, these things that I'm calling Arizona Twinkies. Okay. Because it's basically, it's a, it's a bacon wrapped jalapeno, right? You know, how you usually put cream cheese in there, but mixed in some chorizo with the cream cheese. And it's a game changer. I mean, you cannot have these any other way after that bomb, uh, drank a little bit, won some money, decent little bit of money there. Not nice. as profitable as last weekend. But uh, yeah, man, had a good time. So that's what it's about. Like the Saturdays with the UFC are so fun. Um, have not watched any good movies or anything, but did have some fun with that uh, Super Nintendo thing. So that's oh, what yeah. I did. Me well, and my husband went and saw the new Guardians of the Galaxy movie. Have you guys seen that yet? Didn't even know there was a new one out. Is that oh. the sad one with uh, the raccoon? Yeah, it's yeah. like a real big transhumanism movie. Ugh. But they try to this guy plays God and he's trying to create like a new civilization on another planet, but he doesn't like them cuz they're like dog-headed beings and like weird animal chimera beings, so he just explodes that planet, moves on to another planet where he wants to make more human-looking um people but that gets all screwed up it's just weird but that's how rocket was created is because he was trying to put a human consciousness into an animal and it's just really weird wild yeah no i i I did check that out a little bit i just got mostly like sad vibes from it i don't like the uh, animal abuse in there that they were showing it's Uh, fucked it's It's hard to watch that Mm -hmm. and it's crazy that it's like kind of geared towards kids you know what i mean like i know they're part of the whole disney thing now too but they're really taking that role on isn't it a marvel movie yeah yeah so like they're taking on that role of like traumatizing the shit out of kids 
Well, yeah, no kidding. <laughs> oh, and they put uh, like wheels on one of them, and they put they like weird robotic things onto the animals, and then they didn't like those ones because they looked scary. So those were the first ones that got put down, and mm. even Rocket, like he has kind of a more mechanical look to him than a regular raccoon when he was first made. They had some like crazy things strapped to his head and stuff, and. I don't know. I wouldn't necessarily call it a kids movie. That's yeah. for sure. Yeah, it's fucked. Um, Did you see the new? And I, I, it might not be as new as I think. And for some reason, I, I think you and I might have talked about this a while ago. They're redoing the Wizard of Oz in a horror movie. Oh, oh nice. my god! Yeah, cool. I that came. Was... Maybe if we get time, we can pull up the trailer for that later. But it looked looked all right. Oh, like, we have to bring up the trailer. Twist on it. Yeah, yeah, Who's we can definitely watch it? the trailer. Yeah, man. Do you want to find it right now? It sounds like Julia wants to see that. Oh my gosh. I, I would I you know the idea that uh I think Guillermo del Toro did that with the Winnie the Pooh, but it just did not turn out good. The Blood and Honey movie, it was just like murder porn, basically. Yeah. Well, I mean, The Wizard of Oz and Return to Oz are already horror movies, in my opinion. Yeah, they're pretty scary. There there's dark you know themes to it and shit and then after this trailer we can get into some news i found i got some pretty interesting things sent to me oh nice few interesting things and then we'll always you know resort to old faithful as well yeah i got, I brought a couple clips too so um you know it was funny last night since we're since we're waiting on this the uh there's a there's a, a dude he's an african but he lives in new zealand he's very black dude and there's a white African that they're fighting in the same division. And the black African is mad at the white African because he says that he's the real African fighter. The white dude because he <laughs> lives in South Africa. And it was just so funny because after he won his fight last night, the other dude was in the audience and he came in and dropped probably 30 N-bombs like in his face. Like it was, was this, what? Is it was this uh, what's his face? Uh, Israel Adesanya. Yeah. 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 And then Dana, yeah, I saw the interview and the guy's like, uh, what, what's with the racial undertones in, in, in the ring? And Dana's like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Well, I mean, he's, he's yeah, like the black. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like, he can say that word. <laughs> you know, it's just yeah. kind of funny. But, uh, yeah, man, pull this trailer out. All right. Uh, da -da. make sure my sound is on. Yeah. Don't forget that. You got the dog in the house here. All right. You guys can see this. Turn that up. It feels like it knows me. Like it's calling me. How long has this been happening? Ever since I found her. Your grandmother is. What did you say her name was? Dorothy. Dorothy Gale. Come back. I didn't know she had any family. Neither did I. She hasn't said a word in years. I'm afraid a lifetime of psychosis is really taking its toll on her. Can I? 
Sure. Hi, Dorothy. It's Emily. I'm your granddaughter. <gasps> Stay away from us. 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 There's got to be a jump scare at the end. I was just going to say the same thing. Looks pretty creepy. Yeah. I don't know. Give it six out of ten skulls. Okay. Just on the trailer. There you go. That's not bad for just a trailer. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, man. Wild. I like this horror movie push that they're doing. It's good. That's my favorite genre by far. Me too. Especially the little mystery and, and, and have to kind of figure out the plot to it as well. Right, right. Yeah, that I agree with Ghost. You you really didn't get a sense of how it's connected with the Wizard of Oz, other than it's got Dorothy in it. Yeah, Dorothy. And so she- we'll see. We'll see. What's what's in other news, Ryan? In, in other news. Um, so I got some things sent to me here, and we'll start with this. I I, I haven't watched any of these, so um, I kind of like doing it like that, just because it's like a blind thing. Everybody needs to read this. This just came out. This is the annual threat assessment of the U.S. intelligence community. It's a unclassified report released each year concurrent with congressional testimony to Congress by the Director of National Intelligence, folks. The report focuses on what the ODNI believes are the most direct, serious threats to the U.S. during this next year. And there's one part that I want to highlight. The report has a much stronger emphasis on the threat of food insecurity, folks. The term is mentioned three times more than the last year. Food insecurity was called out as a driving factor in contributing to instability in just about every region. There are many threats in the world today, but this one is going to make much of the world a horrible place to try and live. Get prepared, folks. Hashtag SWPG for more. Yeah, another food shortage thing. Got to love those reaction videos. And she yeah. looks like she could probably do with a little less food. So she'd be all right with a food shortage. I'd let her eat the bugs. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what do you think? I mean, uh, this has been told to us for quite some time. Do you yeah. think there's any legitimacy legitimacy to it? There might be. I mean, everything is so freaking expensive right now. Uh it- we might not have a shortage, but you might not be able to afford food, even if we have an abundance of it. So it's like, what kind of shortage? Sure. Learn to learn to hunt. Mm. Yeah, learn to hunt. True. You know, grow shit. I think that's always a good move. I actually got some ghost peppers growing right over here in this windowsill. So oh, no. seeds. I just took some from the grocery store, took the seeds out, put them in a paper towel in a baggie, wet paper towel, 
and these things germinated. They're actually doing pretty good. I got like oh, yeah. eight sprouted or something so far. So, um, all right, let's check this one out here. Turns out, uh, you know, the oh, vaccines God, were God. developed not by Moderna and Pfizer. They were developed by NIH. They're on the patents are on 50% by NIH, nor were they manufactured by Pfizer or by Moderna. They were manufactured by military contractors. And basically, Pfizer and Moderna were paid to put their stamps on those vaccines as if they came from the pharmaceutical industry but you know that's not what they were doing they were coming from you know the, this was a military project from the beginning turns out the, you know the vaccines were de- i mean i'm surprised that your dog didn't start howling with that motherfucker's voice dude it's so i can't it's nails on a chalkboard to me and I think he's got a disease and stuff but i also hate him because he's just straight up lying to people about you, you know you know what that means you go fuck yourself dickhead he is probably the kind of the week, honestly. <laughs> I mean, he he's like he's up there. If if he does, it'll be three weeks in a row. Yeah, yeah, he's rough, man. But uh, I I do I I could see what he's saying though. You know, just because I don't like the guy doesn't mean that I don't think he talks about some real things. Right. Vaccines do kind of seem to be a military operation at this point. Oh, totally. And it came out of uh, oh, shit. I forget the army base. Um, Fort Drum. I believe, or Dietrich, Fort Dietrich, maybe, is where it all started. And then it went to the NIH, and then they sold it over to overseas. So it's like, really, yeah, Dietrich. Where's this at? Um, fuck, I, I'm not good with geog- geography and army bases per se. Oh, yeah. Maryland, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's where fucking uh, isn't that where Johns Hopkins is too? Uh huh. Yeah. Ooh. Baltimore. So yeah, there's some wild stuff there. Um pull up what you got, Ghost. I'll see if I can find some more things here. Yeah, just remember the military is not always your friend. Yeah. Seems to be the case, huh? Yeah. The military is the only way, right? I guess. <laughs> I uh, guess. Let's see here. I actually got something here too while uh while you're kind of getting your stuff ready. This apparently this is a funny commercial. I want to see what this is. Oh, it's nice to have some funny stuff. When I grow up, I want to work for a woke company. Like super. <laughs> when I grow up, when I grow up, I want to be hired based on what I look like rather than my skills. I want to be judged by my political beliefs. I want to get promoted based on my chromosomes. When I grow up, I want to be offended by my coworkers and walk around the office on eggshells and have my words policed by HR. Words like grandfather, peanut gallery, Long time no see. No can do. When I grow up, I want to be obsessed with emotional safety and do workplace sensitivity training all day long. When I grow up, I want to climb the corporate ladder. Just by following the crowd. I want to be a conformist. I want to weaponize my pronouns. What are pronouns? It's time to grow up and get back to work. Introducing the number one woke-free job board in America, redballoon.work. Interesting. Okay, so apparently if you're looking for a job, that's a spot right. to go. Hell yeah. Red balloon, huh? Man, that made that made so much sense. That seems mm-hmm. like a idiocracy thing too. We just talked about that with uh I did it with Drew and with uh Bob. And I could see in the future that all that people are doing for 40 hours a week is sensitivity training. And there's yeah. an hour of work. I one hundred percent can believe that. Right. I mean it's just it's nuts. I have to do it at my new job. I didn't have to do it at Hobby Lobby for 
that company, but I have to do it now. And I'll tell you, it sucks. Do you, how many hours a week do you do it right now? Uh, so we had a two hour presentation that we had to watch and they gave us like 30 <laughs> days to do it. <laughs> yeah. Thir- two hours for a month. Is a mm-hmm. lot of time for something like that. We have a new one every quarter. So every three months, there's a new two-hour presentation. And then there's a quiz at the end. And they'll, you have to answer them correctly or you have to take it over and over and over again. Uh, so they can make sure you've been properly briefed on your sensitivities. Just make sure that you're sensitive enough. <laughs> right. <laughs> Wild. I, I I come to work with a box of tissues. Is that sensitive enough? Yeah, you have to. Yeah. Only yeah. if you don't offer the tissues to someone by saying ma'am or sir. Sure. Yeah. Not offer tissues to someone, ma'am or sir. They or them only. You know yeah. what I've actually noticed too with my new job as well? There is a, uh, you know, there's a, the, the customer service people are kind of outside or, you know, how they typically are a lot of like Asians, a lot of like Spanish speaking people, and they all use the, they, them pronouns. Like when they're referring to customers, they say like, it's clearly a guy, right? And they'll say, can you help this person with their request and all this shit? And I'm like, yeah, I can help them. You know, like I, I go out of my way to really make sure that I just call people man or woman. Um, I always say, thank you, sir. Thank you, ma'am. Like always, like when I'm in public, you know, like I was just at the restaurant right now getting some food for this little hangover that we're dealing with here. And, um, yeah, call the guy, sir, every single time. You know what I mean? Like it, it's, I think it's just respectful, but maybe same. I'm same. What's up next here? Well, to kind of piggyback off your, uh, vegetables and shit, we'll, we'll watch this guy. Vegetables. Yeah, your ghost peppers. Oh, okay. One of the biggest mysteries in the organic produce world right now is how did the new appeal coating with financial backing from Bill Gates... Is there a video, Ghost? ...on organic produce? You're not seeing it? ...deal stickers on lots of produce. Are you seeing it now? It means Mm -mm. the produce has a coating on it. I can hear it. I can hear it, too. Huh. It might be because uh, it's going to pull up. Since you're sharing on Zoom, you might want to share your whole screen. Well, let me do that. You know, uh huh. Let's see. Issues sometimes on the show. Uh, how about we just share a media player? There you go. There, there it is. is. Ooh, maybe we didn't need to see it. <laughs> oh, you're gonna do this to me. Hang on, one more. Hold on. You just hit that back button. Yeah. Oh, yeah. it's frozen. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. Got to deal with this. All right. One of the biggest mysteries in the organic produce world right now is how did the new appeal coating with financial backing from Bill Gates get approved for use on organic produce? You'll see these appeal stickers on lots of produce items now. It means the produce has a coating on it that seals it up tight against anything getting in or out, preserves it longer, like the introduction of the refrigerator. Great. But what's in this coating? Well, it seems to be shrouded in mystery. The product intended to be organic, listed as Organapeel, is registered with the EPA as a pesticide with a rather short and cryptic ingredient list. Active ingredient, citric acid at 0.66%. Other ingredients, not named, 99.34%. And that's 100%. Great. It's all accounted for. 
Maybe it's listed that way because citric acid could qualify as organic if it's not from a synthetic source. But what about the other 99.34%? Because I'm supposed to eat this coating. Oh, and get this, the EPA requires this caution on the label. Wash thoroughly with soap and water after handling and before eating. The certificate the Organic Material Review Institute issued to it that approved its use on organics lists it as a fungicide with no ingredient specified. Hmm. I'm not sure what that's based on, but this is starting to smell. It reeks of influence peddling. And the antiseptic for that smell is always sunlight with a liberal splash of transparency. I don't know about you, but I'm finding appeal rather unappealing. I don't think I'll dip my produce in this. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, we, th- that's kind of been something that's been talked about, but it's good that it has a name now, appeal. Yeah, um, and it, and it's funny how they get around just because they put citric acid in there doesn't mean it's actually from citrus fruits. It's, it's, uh, it's a man-made citrus, citrus acid, which isn't even de- derived from anything. Uh, you know, it's all synthetic. And then they just say other ingredients and we're supposed to be okay with that. Like, have like 99% not named ingredients on there. Yeah, yeah. man, it's scary. And, and I don't know if you guys have noticed too, like if you go to Walmart, I don't know how often you go to Walmart for produce. I go there every once in a while, but there's like this weird, like, oily substance on the outside of the tomatoes yes mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. isn't that weird it's like, almost like what... a moisture wicking weird um coating on it and it's it's probably plastic i try to get a lot of my produce from sprouts but i really don't think it fucking matters like the, it's like go said they can say something is organic it very rarely is actually organic Unless you're just growing shit like you in your backyard, you have no fucking idea yeah. what's on it. Exactly. Even freaking, uh, you know, Whole Foods owned by Amazon, right? So it's like you, you really don't know, like you can't trust any of these big companies, man. Yeah, Sprouts is cool. I think that they're owned by somebody bigger too, though. They're definitely traded publicly. Um, so they have, the, you know, every incentive to cut down on waste and all this shit too. So it sucks, man. Yeah, it's it's unfortunate that we can't trust like, you know, even the shit that's supposed to be healthy for us. Yeah. And I, I've brought this up before. Now I, I prefer to, there's a, on, on my way to the grocery store, there's a little, uh, Amish stand that sells fruits and vegetables, jellies, jams, and all that. Great tomatoes. Anytime I, I want tomatoes, that's usually where I go during this time of year. I've gotten tomatoes from my local grocery store and they're not like red, red. They're almost kind of like an orangish red and I've put them on like the windowsill or even this time of year, maybe out on, on the deck on, on the patio table or whatever, let them in the sun, see if they'll ripen and they don't ripen. They just stay that color and, and pretty much rot. Ew. Uh, and you know, all the plastic coating <laughs> on a lot of the fruits and veggies, once that passes through your digestive system, it, it just clogs you up. And then you end up getting like weird parasites in your gut and shit like that because your body can't process it. And um, this is from forever ago. But Ryan, (laughs) you know what a colonic is. I recommend everybody get them because there is stuff stuck in your gut that's been in there for years. And even if you are the healthiest person ever and only eat fruits and vegetables, you still have toxic plastics and weird shit crammed in your gut that are just hanging out yeah and if you eat stuff with like seeds or if you eat like nuts and stuff that's a lot of the shit that gets caught in your digestive system because it's like uh 
you know, there's ripples in your intestines, right? And shit gets mm-hmm. stuck in there. Um, they are painful though. I will say they're kind of painful. Like they shove that thing far up your asshole and it is rough. Not a turkey baster. No. Do they give you any numbing or anything before they do what they do? No, and I almost fucking hit this lady because I didn't know. She didn't tell me how far it was going up. And it's very awkward. You know, I'm a man. Like I went in there, I shaved my ass and everything. Like because I was like, you know, I was like, I don't want her to you know, hairy animal. And it's like, you know, it's like I'm doing like a porn scene or something. I went in there, shaved my ass. Did you bleach it? <laughs> No, no, I should have probably, but, and she was, I was like, cause I told her too, I was like, this is really awkward. And she was like, oh, I've seen so many assholes. She actually called it a starfish. So I kind of oh like my God. lighten the mood a little bit, but yeah, man, it goes in. I I mean, it felt like it was like that far in, you know, oh. like a good oh, six inches. Shit. And she didn't tell me she was like, so you're going to feel some pressure. Just try to, you know, relax and everything. And it, I, I felt like it went up to here, honestly, like because God. she just kept going. <laughs> it was realistically, you know, it's about six inches, but I've never taken anything like, up the ass. So it was very big for me. It feels like a turd is raping you. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So it's definitely scary. You haven't done one, Julia? I No, but I was. So I looked up a place that do, that does them here in Oklahoma City. And I just I don't know. I would rather it be a supplement that I take that just kind of flushes everything out. This is an exit only type of situation, but I do understand there are so many benefits uh, to the colonic because even taking oxy powder or something like that, it's not going to flush it all the way out. Right. You can start with enemas. Like I've used enemas before and I actually use them fairly regularly. And uh, Mm -hmm. now see, I do that with coffee. Yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, colonic's another game, dude. Like it's fucking scary. <laughs> but if you do, just be prepared. It, it's it's scary. Yeah. I'm gonna Facetime my sister. While you're doing it? Yeah. What? I don't know why. That I just would be feel like very she'd awkward. Be able to calm me down. She'd be like, "Just breathe," like I'm having a baby or something. Ah! Right. Well, once it's in there, it doesn't hurt, you know, because they'll they'll do it for about thirty minutes, forty five minutes, or whatever. Um. But yeah, man, it's it's a weird experience for sure. That's a long session. It is long, but it gets a lot of shit out of there, like shit. And like dude, the lady was telling me that she's pulled out crayons from older ladies, like pieces of crayons that because this kid ate crayons, this this you know sixty year old lady ate crayons when she was a child, and they were stuck in her digestive system for fifty years. You know what I mean? That's like, crazy. Well, think of that. That's the wax that I'm talking about that cannot be broken down in your gut. So they're putting the same kind of wax on your fruits and veg. Yeah. So yeah. it's extremely toxic to your body. Horrible for you. Yeah. Good stuff. I don't know how we started talking about assholes, but. <laughs> well, the same way we did a uh, Friday on the tavern. So. Yeah, I know it's been coming up a lot lately, huh? Yeah. Strange. Very strange. What else you got here? I saw you had a few. Uh, Yeah. Let me, uh, see which one else i want to oh we're we're gonna learn some aborigine okay uh, how does that sound i'm sure that'll be useful yeah so here is west okay just give me one quick second here i yeah, have two did you have anything julia that you that was in the news for you that was kind of weird um i people send me stuff all the time i could probably dig something up really oh, you don't quick have to. 
I was just curious because, yeah, sometimes people have some news that's on their mind. Everything is always on my mind. There you go. This guy's right. a tool, but yeah, time, I do like him. <laughs> You're going to see the Australian stupidity. Uh, and that's not a dig on Drew. He, he's smart. So here is Western Australian premier Mark McGowan. He has uh, re- recorded a video where he's trying to communicate some basic things about uh, about COVID to the Aboriginal community in the area. But he's even hired an Aboriginal elder to translate for him in real time. And the results are truly extraordinary. You can die from the corona or get really sick. People can pass away from this corona or people can get really sick one. It's time to get the corona needle to keep people and country strong. Again, it's time to get them this needle during corona to keep them but all the people and country proper strong one. I guess the big news here is I learned just now that I speak Aboriginal Australian. So I I am bilingual. That's a that's good news. Wow. Oh my god. You got a translator for that. Yeah. Saying the same exact fucking words, basically. Word that's for word. Literally a thing in South Park. That's a that's a scene in South Park where they do that with the Jewish kid. No shit. That is wild. That I that's some of the most racist shit I've ever seen. And they're like it's literally just a trying- different accent. That's yeah. so that makes it worse. Yeah, that is horrible. Yeah, I'll see if I can find this South Park scene, dude. That's another thing I've been doing is playing South Park skits. Nice. Uh, several times. Dude. That is that's kind of mind blowing, honestly, because I, yeah. I thought that it was just like the dumbest, funniest thing when I saw this on here. Um, let's see what would it be under South Park, uh, Jews and Kyle, maybe. Oh my god! But yeah, they have like these elder Jewish people, and they're like, "We can't understand what this what he's saying. Can you understand him, Kyle?" And he's like, "Yes." Like they're literally just fucking talking English. You know what? I think we might have played this before on on Cunt. Really? I because now that you mention it, I remember. I think you and I are watching this and laughing our ass off. Dude, that's so fucking hilarious. Yeah, let's see. It's hard to find. Oh yeah, okay. Here we go. Yeah, he he. <laughs> there's these rabbis that come in. Basically, there's this the, you know this old prophecy that um, when you see a red cow that you know the the world's going to come to an end and all this shit and cartman just takes a regular cow and makes it gives it red hair and puts freckles on it right like so it's like a ginger like a redhead <laughs> and uh so yeah it, it is uh exactly like what those guys were just doing in real life unironically and this is a real we scene. need a translator <laughs> i don't speak hebrew Kyle, please try your best it seems pretty important this boy okay is jew okay jew like you, okay? Please, please try speak to Jew. <sighs> We're just trying to tell them that we come on very urgent business. <laughs> Anything? He said they come on urgent business. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> That's literally what they did right there. Yeah. What? You know, it seems stupid, but I have to say. And this is not a knock against my cousin, but you know shows that are like Bridgerton or they they all have an English accent or 
the original Sherlock Holmes or something like that. I love that kind of stuff. She's like, I can't watch it because I can't understand what they're saying. And I was like, they're literally speaking English. And she's like, I just can't. I don't know what they're saying. I can't watch it. And I was like, I don't know if it's just a comprehension issue or what, but it doesn't, I don't know. But that is funny. That's fucking hilarious. That's great. Yeah, Uh I I do. It it is what's funny and what it kind of reminds me of is like when there's these like supposed accurate time pieces of movies, but they're speaking English. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. And it's like, yeah. come on. Like the Passion of the Christ and all that shit. Like, I understand that. They actually did that one in Hebrew, but there are a lot of Jesus movies where they, they have a blonde haired, blue eyed Jesus yeah, that yeah. speaks perfect English. Was so that that's... Hebrew in that movie? They were speaking mm-hmm. Hebrew. Oh, okay. Yep. Well, but I'm yeah, not... no, I, I think that's funny too, because a lot of people say, like, I can't watch um Ricky Gervais because I can't understand what he's saying. I think I can understand it perfectly, but maybe yeah. that's just me or Drew. Even when we do episodes together, there's like a difference in the accent, like how they describe things, but it's not like a foreign language. Jeez. Yeah. Like sometimes they'll use like cultural terms that you don't get. And you're like, what does that mean? You know what I mean? But that's, mm-hmm. that's the mm-hmm. only thing you can understand what he's saying. Good morning. <laughs> right. Wild. Yeah, the only thing that I've been seeing recently that, and the reason I brought up the mosquitoes and stuff is I saw, I had two reels from New York City that the fires from Canada rolled in and then they were having weird kind of downpours of gnats. And this guy was on his bicycle riding it to work and he had gnats just caked in his beard. That's interesting. Yeah, but it's just, started since the fires hmm that's weird that is weird very strange yeah maybe they're exiting the uh like the the forest areas where they're at and they're kind of like trying to get where the fires aren't i don't know maybe i don't know so there was also a video from new york city where uh someone was walking down the side of the street and they zoomed in on some shrubbery and the shrubbery just caught itself on fire and started burning what the fuck? Really? Like so, a bird? Yeah, that, I'm serious. Like, there's some just some weird reels like that going around. Hmm. Fucking weird. Imagine seeing a bush, a bush just like spontaneously combust. It's insane. Well, and they're saying, well, it's it's probably from the the fires, the Canadian fires. Yeah, that's right. They just you know spontaneously combust because yeah, there's fires travel. in another part of the world. That good science. Follow it. Don't ask any yeah. questions. Yeah. Unless it comes to chromosomes. <laughs> All right. What do we got here? Well, we talked about Passion of the Christ. This is the kind of a, a little teaser trailer for the new uh, um, movie that Jim Caviezel's in. So uh, oh. look, looks pretty good. Over 22 million new images of child pornography on the web this past year. That's a 5,000% increase over the past five years. Five thousand percent. The fact is, it is the fastest growing international crime network that the world has ever seen. It has already passed the illegal arms trade, and soon it's going to pass the drug trade. And you want to know why? Because you can sell a bag of cocaine one time, but a child, the most precious child, you can sell a five-year-old kid five to ten times a day. For 10 years straight. And every day, ordinary people 
I don't want to hear it. It's too ugly for polite conversation. But meanwhile, over two million children a year are being sucked into the deepest recesses of hell. Trust me, man. If we do nothing... Their pain is going to spread and spread. Till someday it's going to reach the likes of you. And that will be a nightmare you're never going to wake up from. Yeah, it looks. I mean, that's like anxiety driving shit. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? like, Did you know that while he was filming Passion of the Christ, he was actually struck by lightning? Wow. I did hear that. that. Was that true? Yes. Dang. That's why he actually has uh, that weird strokey kind of sound to his voice. That's okay. Crazy. He literally got struck by lightning while they were filming the Passion of the Christ. Huh. Weird. Mm-hmm. I'm so happy that he's doing this. I I hope he's on the up and up. Yeah, I've never really know, right? looked into him. It's hard to know. I've heard um, there's that girl that that bleeds no psyop girl, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, she she posts some interesting stuff. She you know people call her like a hater against everybody, but she's you know pretty good at exposing. I think like that's where I found out about RFK. Uh, she's got something weird about Caviezel as well. So you know it's hard. To, it's hard to know. If, what the story behind any of these people is. Can you can you bring up some of the Caviezel stuff? Yeah. Yeah, I can see if I can find it real quick. All right. Um, do you want me to play this next little clip while you do that or yeah, I cannot get out of this full screen though. For some reason. So no, just go ahead and play it. Oh, okay. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> Does that help? So. Okay. Well duh. We'll reshare. There we go. I noticed uh, she sent us both the same thing this time, which is usually not the case, but I'll I'll play this one. You played the last one. Okay. Starting at midnight tonight, the sheriff's department will no longer detain people for crimes such as theft, shoplifting, drug use, vandalism, battery, and a whole host of other non-serious, non-violent crimes that affect the quality of life of people here in Los Angeles County. L.A. Deputy D.A. John McKinney explains that due to Judge Lawrence Riff's ruling, many people arrested will be released immediately without having to pay bail before their arraignment. Judge Riff made the point of saying that he implored California officials like the sheriff, the chief of police, the district attorney, the city attorney, he implored them to testify to explain why he shouldn't issue this order. And he was surprised when no one stood up to challenge it. No one challenged it. Not LAPD Chief Michael Moore, LA County Sheriff Robert Luna, or District Attorney George Gascon. This system is not defensible. There is no evidence to suggest that money bail does any good. Civil rights attorney Salil Dudani applauds Judge Riff's ruling and says the current cash bail system is unconstitutional and unfair. The- Starting at midnight tonight, the sheriff's Mm. Pretty crazy, huh? Yeah, very crazy. Law, law, the lawless land is what we're becoming. Do you all ever shout out the people who send you the videos? Oh, yeah, that's that comes from uh, Victoria. Yeah, she- I was going to say, Victoria uh, is awesome. Um, 
she reached out to me a couple of times and she she finds some cool stuff. She's definitely got an eye. Yeah. She's a, a researcher, stuff. that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Very solid researcher. So apparently, and I don't know if she's exposing him or if she's siding with him. I just see some of the stuff, but I'll see what this is here. Power protection. Who's paying for this movie to come about? I think Jim's. Aren't you fitting the bill? <laughs> it, it, a great group of people have come together um, uh, to, to to invest in this in this production. Uh, uh, some of them, the, the, the Carlos Slim family, is is, is involved really? uh, from Mexico. JP um, John Paul DeJoria. Oh, Fox has helped distributing it. Really? Yeah, Fox, Century Fox. And, and for the folks who don't know who uh, Carlos Slim is, uh, tell them who he is. He's, he's um, one of the richest people in the world. He's men on the, on, in, in the world. Um, he, telecommunications in mm-hmm. Mexico, Latin America. His son, Patrick, is the kind of the real uh, the, the point of contact for, for that. He's very passionate about, mm-hmm. what, about what we're doing and, and fighting trafficking. Um, and then there's, there's several other um, groups that are, have come in to, to invest in this, in this picture. And... It's a, it's the, the people that have invested in power protection. So, I mean, that is kind of a weird thing because if really this guy weird. really wanted to do anything to help with child trafficking, a lot of that comes from Mexico, obviously he could use his billions of dollars to help that in a real way. Um, but mm-hmm. instead of putting out a, what's, what's kind of looking like a propaganda piece in a, in a way it says Mexican tycoon, Carlos slim smiles uh, after of receiving is that properly worded there um receiving the red cross award i guess is what that looks like so you know red cross is kind of shady right oh right. yeah Jerry, uh 2010 clinton foundation partners with carlos slim and frank whatever to run a private equity fund in colombia so yeah these are basically gangsters um that are you know dressed in suits and shit and they they you know, they're teaming up with the Clintons. If you think that the Clintons had something to do with, with human trafficking, like a lot of the QAnon people did, right, which I'm not saying that that's not correct, why the fuck would Carlos Slim, who's clearly a, a Clinton crony, why would he want to help put out any kind of information that would actually help fight child trafficking? And okay. it looks like she actually found that from the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation website. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, this Carlos Slim Foundation contributing $100 million. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, man, it's weird. It's really tough to know. I oh, wow. Trafficking. That's a wild picture, huh? So I'm holding a sign that says, I am a catalyst to end human trafficking. With a shit-eating grin. Yeah. What? Now, I, I, I do want to point out the clip that was brought, that we you just played, was not, that movie was not The Sound of Freedom. That was a different movie. Yeah. Now this this Tim Ballard, I want to say he's ex special forces or maybe intelligence. Somehow he used to be on Glenn, uh, Glenn Beck a lot. He is the guy that does Operation Underground Railroad, where he goes into these, um, st- you know, South American countries and what have you. They set up the the transaction and they take down like the not the little guys, but the you know they they go after the head of the snake in that little town and you know rescue these children. And he's been doing it for oh man, probably a good ten years or more at this point. And so I kind of think 
the sound of freedom movie is kind of based on his project with operation underground railroad. Right. So that's, uh, that would be the movie then, right? Cause that's the human trafficking movie that Jim, Jim I was Jim Caviezel right there next to him. Yeah. But the, the movie, the, the poster in the background was a different movie. Okay. That's interesting. So he's working on a couple of movies right now then, huh? Yeah. That, that was an older clip. Okay. I want to, if I'm not mis- mistaken. Um, yeah. So you also got here to Ashton Kutcher, apparently getting involved with operation underground railroad. Um, Oh, Freemason hat. That's kind of what, <laughs> um, so this is him wearing a Freemason hat. I'll um, be right back. Hang on just a second. Yeah, go for it. Ashton Kutcher called Kabbalah, one of the essential ingredients in his marriage to Demi Moore. Oh, so yeah. Um, weird, weird characters, you know, getting involved with this kind of stuff. Yeah, it is. Maybe that's, uh, I don't know. Maybe that's their way of, uh, trying to cleanse their soul, so to speak. You know what I mean? They, they, they knew they did some dirty shit. Yeah. Either that or controlling the narrative. Yeah. Yeah. Look at me. I'm a, I'm a good person, but, uh, don't, don't mind what the left hand's doing behind your back. Yeah. Now, did you hear about this Madonna stuff? Didn't she go to the hospital or some shit? Yeah. So supposedly like people were saying that she died. I didn't hear anything about that at all, but, um, Apparently there's a, uh, you know, some kind of human trafficking case against her in Africa. Really? If I heard correctly, I'm going to, I'm trying to look up the information right now, actually. Cause I, I did see something throughout the week that she was sick or uh, was rushed to the hospital under mysterious illnesses or some shit like that. And I was just like, I was going to save it. But I was like, you know what? I don't really care to talk about it. But now that you kind of brought it up, maybe I should have fucking clipped it and we could have played it. But it, it, if if it's true, I mean, I hate to put any ill will on anybody, but she's a piece of shit. And maybe karma's coming back to fucking bite her in the ass. Yeah, that's the thing, man. Like, so, yeah, here's some of the stuff from January of this year. Madonna's accused of child trafficking in Malawi. Um you know, and then there's, of course, all these people saying how hard it is to comprehend that she could possibly do that. She's yeah. a witch too, you know. Uh, mm. Madonna accused of porn. She is a witch. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, the, the queen of pop, you know, anytime that they're the king or the queen of any of this shit, um, you know, there's something to it. Now, this I'm finding on DuckDuckGo. I didn't see anything when I searched the more mainstream search bars or whatever, uh, search engines. This is, uh, here's everything you need to know. We don't need to go through this whole thing, I'm sure, but, you know. My, my thing is, a lot of these celebrities go over to South Africa or Africa, adopt these kids, bring them back, and the new trend is, oh, they're transgender now. So it's like, that's the new way to abuse the children, you know, mm-hmm. and they traffic them in, right, right out in front of everybody under the guise of, oh, I adopted them. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I'm trying to like uh, what's her name? Angelina Jolie. Yes. And now I know Charlize Theron is from South Africa, but she's another one that uh, adopts mm-hmm. some kid and she's like, oh, my, my kid's trans and, da, 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 and going off the rails on it. And then you look at uh, the old bad guy himself, Vladimir Putin, put an end to adopting Russian children. Uh, just saying, maybe he is know something that we don't obviously i don't know crazy so yeah this is weird right here it says 
um, the dark side of Madonna's adoptions, Mercy's grandmother, Lucy, I guess, uh, you know, Mercy is one of the people that Madonna had adopted and the grandmother, um, shares a heartbreaking side of the adoption process. Lucy placed Mercy in a local orphanage to care for her until her immune system had improved, but never intended to permanently part ways with her granddaughter and Mercy's family said that they would, uh, let Madonna adopt her only if she was of grade school age and that she'd return to Malawi every two years for visits. So apparently like she kind of took somebody that they didn't want to get rid of. Mm-hmm. So, like? wow. so yeah, I mean, that's kind of dark, right? Looks like that's the grandma. Yeah. And that's her kid. Weird. And, and, and yeah, uh, never mind. So yeah. Oh, here's a little Twitter thread. Madonna did return back to uh, Malawi with mercy. But Madonna never took Mercy to visit the grandmother, despite the grandmother being on her deathbed pleading for a visit. That's fucked. That's really that fucked up. So yeah. Um looks like this Nat Natalie Denise is kind of the one like talking about this a lot on Twitter for people out there that have Twitter. Because if you have a certain amount of money, you can just go and buy people. Sure. They've made that abundantly clear. So it's a new version of, of slavery. That- Right, but just think of like the the documentary or whatever. I'm sure we'll we'll see after it comes out. But people are literally buying kids. Yeah. Some of them never see the light of day again. Yeah, I've never seen you yawn so much, dude. I'm so tired. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm saying. I'm so tired. Now she has a lot of things highlighted here. Uh, the twins survive. When I wanted the hospital to help. But they said the orphanage was the best place. Uh, everyone in the village knows that I just wanted the best for them. So it sounds like she was convinced to not go to the hospital and take the the sick kid to an orphanage, which doesn't seem like they'd have better care than right a hospital. Um. So yeah, man, th- this is like a, a deep kind of case. It seems like you know we'd have to kind of do a little bit of looking into it. We couldn't just do that really right here, I wouldn't think. But, um. And then, of course, you know, they, they have the Caviezel thing pulled up here, and I just got a pop-up that I cannot exit from, so got to like those. Yeah. But, yeah, man, uh, share some of those other things that you got up here, if you don't mind. I'll stop sharing my screen. All right. Um, yeah, I told you I was going to be tired today. Yeah. Last week, you were hungover like a like a dog, and this week... Yeah. This week I'm just tired, dude. I got this beer out to try and like see if it would taste. It just doesn't even taste good. Oh, that's no good. Yeah, that's how you know it's bad. What is it? Modelo. Oh, Modelo. I like Modelo. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's just not tasting good. I'm just super tired. He's super I'm- tired, but he's still here giving you the news. Yeah, did you uh, find? Yeah, I'm just preparing the the part of the clip that i want to oh gotcha because they were uh they were talking about something else in the beginning mm-hmm. but me if this makes sense to you guys okay you see it yeah mm. let me back up just a the earth is wobbling all right now humans pumped so much groundwater out of the earth this is a quote from the article that humans pump so much groundwater out of the earth that the planet has begun to wobble detectably on its axis so Kay- kylie I'm, I'm looking at this and i'm saying like the laws of, of physics 
literally states mass can neither be created nor destroyed. It's not like they pumped stuff from another planet onto our planet, put it on one side, and it started tilting. This is all from the same planet. Do you think this is true or just more fear-mongering for control and money? I think it is just the next fit of climate alarmism. And I think the big tell is when the climate zealots go after agriculture. Uh, that has long been the target of the AOCs and mm -hmm. the climate zealots of the world, the Green New Dealers. Their, their mantra is effectively, you know, let them eat bugs. When they start complaining about the way that agriculture is ruining the planet, yeah. Uh, you, you can really tell what the actual aims are. Look, <laughs> we live in a closed system. I mean, the, the water can only be in the atmosphere, in the ocean, or in the ground. And so right. when you have places like California blocking uh, dam creation for the last four decades or refusing to desalinate the water, I mean, that's where the real, the real right. problems are. We have well, solutions, and when you're not interested in entertaining them, you can't complain about the, the water being out of the ground. Crystal, last 30 seconds to you. Well, I think I was chuckling with the, the comment, let them eat bugs. I think that that's one of the most ridiculous things that I've heard. And to say that climate change is not real and that it doesn't exist, then you obviously haven't been living in America over the past couple of years where things are shifting, things are happening, not necessarily because of what this article states, but because of all of the choices that we're making as a country and as individuals on how we treat our environment, how we treat our country, those are some of the things that are beginning to shift the way that we person. live and some of the things that we see. Yeah. Well, okay, well, uh, you know, this is, I wish we could keep going on with this debate forever and ever. Kylie, Crystal, always a pleasure. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for having us. All right, coming up, the genius. <laughs> it goes Not from one stupid you, thing to the other. Crystal. If you ha if you don't think climate change is real, you obviously haven't been living on the planet. Um, yeah. well, these not the not the planet you're living on. Well, yeah, these are the sense. people that think if the icebergs melt, it, the world's just going to flood. And they've never poured a, a cup and put ice cubes in it and filled it to the rim with water. And till the ice cubes melt, the water doesn't overflow. It's already compensated. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, they don't think too hard there. It it's a bad it's a bad look but you gotta like i almost kind of feel bad for those people because they've just been like they're just trying to do what they think is right i don't think that a lot of those people are using it intentionally to try to scam anybody the people at the top are right the politicians mm -hmm. the things they're using that to scam people but this idiot that was just on here that we're listening to that last 30 seconds there she she's probably trying to do the right thing but she's 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 so dumb but she thinks she's smart because she's been, I mean, she's probably, you know, university educated and whatnot. I, I should have played the beginning part because they were talking about the whole Bud Light thing. And she was railing away. She's like, well, if you don't like it, you don't have to buy it. And the the guy was like, well, that's kind of, that's what I did. I quit drinking Bud Light because they were putting, they put it on the can. She's like, well, was it on your can? You can, you know, just buy something different. He goes, that's what I did. I switched brands. I, I, I put my money where my mouth is. I, I doing mm -hmm. exactly what you say and she was still trying to argue against it <laughs> it's like you're a fucking idiot she yeah. was laughing at the eat bugs thing too and that is the realest shit yeah they're literally saying that and yeah i mean that's the thing when you when people watch news like they watch cnn and shit they don't talk about that stuff on there you know like they're the the idea that you know humans are supposed to be eating bugs that's not a a, a an idea to a lot of people like that's not even something that they can comprehend is being told to us because they haven't heard that. Right. But there are politicians out there saying that shit. 
Well, it's going to start with the impossible meat and stuff like that. And you can get that at Cadoba. You can get that at Del Taco now. And so it will be a gradual transition to, well, actually it tastes just like hamburger meat, but it's made out of cricket assholes. Yeah. (laughs) The cricket powder. Yeah. This is how it starts. Yeah. Yeah. That that fucking impossible meat is so gross too. I tried it because I wanted to see. What was that? Uh, Sorry. I was preparing the next clip. Oh God. Um, I thought, I thought we were getting hacked. The uh, like if if impossible meat tasted better than regular meat, I would eat it. You know what I mean? Like it, I don't, I don't, you know. Care There's chemicals that. in that impossible meat that they use to make vinyl siding. I know, but that's the thing. Like, it, dude, all of our food has so much plastic and shit in it, right? Yeah. You know, with us talking about the glitter conspiracy last week, how we feel like it's absolutely got to be like the one of the big fast food chains, right? The biggest purchaser of glitter, right? Um. There's there's all kinds of nasty shit. So if impossible meat was good, if it tasted good, I would eat it. It tastes like shit, dude. It tastes mm-hmm. pretty gross. I don't know if you guys. And it makes you fucking fart a lot. I, I didn't get that. But that's <laughs> I got it. Okay. Okay. Well, apparently your favorite topic today is buttholes. Yeah. We're no, talking. I'm assholes, I got it at the, I got it at Cadoba in one of the bowls, and it had my stomach tore up for at least three days. <laughs> what is Cadoba? It's a uh, Mexican like, restaurant, right? Uh, yeah, you go. It's it's like Chipotle, except they have better stuff, in my opinion. They have queso. Uh, you build a bowl or you build a burrito, and then... We actually have, have them here in Pennsylvania. You have a Cadoba? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. We have uh, Costa Vida here, which is kind of like that. It's like a nicer Chipotle. Yeah, this it's better than Chipotle, in my opinion, because Chipotle has started incorporating a lot of weird shit. But Cadoba's more like uh, home style, build your own bowl Mexican compared to Chipotle, I guess. I'm going to give everybody out there a hack that goes to like Chipotle or or wherever and they're building your your bowl or burrito. If you want extra meat, wait till they load the meat on the first time because they they right there. That's their tell how much meat you're going to get. Then ask for extra meat. And you'll actually get extra fucking meat. Uh, yeah, because if you just say that in the beginning, they put almost like the same amount. Of yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the double meat. I hear you. Yeah, that's a good one. I never get double meat, though. But yeah, that's a good I'm a double meat kind of guy. Double meat. Well, yep. I bet you are. I am. <laughs> what, what do we got next? Uh, let's see here. Uh, share screen. I'm going to grab some water. Okie doke. Oh, come on. I love the Windows 11. So anybody out there, don't, don't, don't upgrade. Well, we begin here with a new and disturbing report out of the Wall Street Journal this morning. As more questions surround the role of big tech in protecting our children online. I couldn't believe what I read. The journal reports that Instagram has been connecting and promoting a vast network of pedophilia. Researchers within the Wall Street Journal's investigation found that the platform enabled users to search for hashtags and recommended accounts related to buying and selling child sex material. One shocking example was a hashtag involving preteen sex. 
And despite the platform's algorithm promoting this type of content to other users, it's unclear how this network slipped under the nose of Instagram's parent company, Meta, and its CEO, Mark Zuckerberg. Meta is now responding to the Wall Street Journal's findings, telling Fox Business in a statement, quote, between 2020 and 2022, these teams dismantled 27 abusive networks. And in January 2023, we disabled more than 490,000 accounts for violating our child safety policies. Emily, you and I were on this couch when there was another explosive. Well, we begin. Can you still see that? What the fuck? Yeah. Okay. It... There's probably hashtags that are code words. Uh-huh. Is that it what doesn't have to be like underage girls. That's too obvious. They probably have like raincoat or some weird fucking code word or they can find this shit on Instagram. I promise you there's probably a code word. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It goes back to that the, the hot dog and pizza shit, right? I, I obviously didn't see that clip, but it sounds like that's kind of what that is, right? Yeah. Yeah. And they were talking about how Instagram kind of flew under the, the radar with uh, being detected of doing that. So. Hmm. Where, where like Twitter got exposed and some other ones got exposed and they kind of left uh, Instagram alone. Hmm. Or met, not suspicious at all. No, considering the government started it. Yeah. Yeah, well, the government owns it now with Facebook too. Yeah. Crazy. That's pretty scary, dude. Um, I was looking here on... Uh, on Old Faithful, above top secret. All right. There's there's not too many crazy things going on this weekend, believe it or not. Unless yeah, everything's supposed to happen on July 4th. Uh, the, the America was supposed to be attacked and all that shit. Were they saying that? Yeah. It was it was floating around there. Oh, something big's gonna happen on July 4th, and it's every fucking holiday. Now, was it like QAnon type people that were saying it? There was, yeah, a little bit of that, um, but then it was conspiracy and maybe Q a little bit, and then they kind of met in the middle somehow. I don't know. It was dumb shit. Hmm. There's a new show that people can watch. Uh, you know, I always have to bring up my true crime stuff. It's called Undercover Underage, and they kind of set people up to think that they're meeting with kids for sex or whatever. And then it's actually a police officer and they bust them, but there's a whole season. I think it's in, it, yeah, it came out May 11th this year. That is Canadian County, which is Yukon, Oklahoma. And they dedicated an entire uh, one season just to Oklahoma. And it's it's in the news and shit, too, because of how crazy it is. But I was talking to somebody I work with, and I said, how many people do we work with? How many people in our families, even, or that we're friends with? We're talking about a town over from me that they've busted probably 200 pedophiles That's just cool. in the last year. Like, I mean, think about that. Nuts. I think Oklahoma is a sleeper state when it comes to 
shit like that being reported or going on, they just kind of overlook it because it's mm-hmm. Oklahoma can't, you know, the, all those little fl- the, the Arkansas, fly, yeah. Arkansas, you know, it's the flyover, you know, states and a lot of nefarious shit goes on. I mean, look at the, the drug running that the Clintons were involved, allegedly involved with in Arkansas. And you're talking mm-hmm. about all this pedophilia and true, you know, serial killers in, in Oklahoma city and Oklahoma mm-hmm. in general. And then, you know, it's just, it's it's like okay they're in the middle of the country nobody sees them because they're not on the east or west coast or or down in florida so right yeah i agree with you because even the oklahoma city bombing yeah that's one of the least known about yeah huh that's a good point yeah i bet you a lot of weird shit goes on in like the dakotas right and like you know Mm -hmm. all these states that like you're you're not really sure where they're at on the map you know what i mean like they're kind of small or like minnesota Minnesota. Have you ever been to Minnesota? Like I have never. Is it even a state? Yeah, it is. I've never. I've never <laughs> been, but <laughs> I know people that live there. Yeah, all okay. those places, right? Yeah. Um, Hell, people didn't even think Idaho was real until uh, they were like, I forget who it was. Or like, I, I, it's a conspiracy. Idaho isn't a real state. I'm like, I'm from. I'm, I'm from Idaho. I, I live there. <laughs> That's hilarious. Right. So we were just talking about some climate change stuff earlier with that lady with, with what she was saying. And I guess Sweden is abandoning their climate change agenda and they're throwing out their green energy targets. Ooh, that's so a that, big step. That's very interesting that there's one, you know, first world country that's doing that. Aren't uh, they ones also really pushing it back against the uh the transgender movement and coming out and saying it's not healthy it, i, I want to say it's sweden and it could be that could be norway or somewhere in there they they all lump together you know in, in in your mind of where they're at yeah scandinavian countries yeah right but it's mm. it, it's 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 nice to hear you know good news on, on that front you know that the, they're yeah pushing back on it and then now they're pulling out you know because trump got a lot of heat when he pulled out of the green new deal and all that or not the green new deal like uh climate whatever change paris Paris climate accord yeah Yeah. this finance minister uh elizabeth svantenson what what a name huh that fits right right with uh the scandinavians but yeah she said that the nation needs a stable energy system so she was saying like you know the the solar and the wind and all that shit's unstable and they need something that's actually going to work. So it's great that they, uh, that they're talking about that. I guess they're going to nuclear power. Okay. The, uh, renewable energy show, which is nice, man. I think that's- for listeners of, of my show, uh, tomorrow, uh, on Wednesday, when the regular episode drops, uh, with, I talked with, uh, the crazy Canuck and we were talking about the electroculture gardening and stuff. And at one, I forget the country, he named they they brought it to the eu of wanting to make all the uh farming implements like the the till tillers that plow up the ground and what have you make them out of copper because it actually benefits the the earth more whereas the steel actually pulls you know a lot of the minerals and shit out and what have you and the eu banned it they're like no you, your 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 garden you your farms will be too too prosperous and, and you won't make any money hmm if that makes any sense. Sure. Yeah. So good information. So, and, and it kind of came, it might get hell. It could have, might've been, Oh, you know what? It was, uh, it was, uh, the Netherlands, I think. Oh, those fucking Dutch. Yeah. The Dutch. Um, so this is some stuff about the woke military. 
which is always funny. I think it's actually <laughs> hilarious that we have a woke military because uh, China doesn't, Russia doesn't. No, and, uh, they would absolutely just destroy us. I think if we actually got in war. But let's check these out real quick. Hegseth, the man himself. When is Morning. someone going to stand up and say this? What were you going to say? I was just going to say, can you turn it up a little bit? Oh yeah, I'm this deaf. This is wrong, and there will be consequences. This is loud. Oh. Well, well, stealing is wrong, Stuart. Everybody knows it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yet leaders cower to the lowest common denominator and radical activists, and that's what's happened on the left. You know, in that first case of, of Gideon, he uh, he's a, an executive. He actually yeah. walked up to the person who was yeah. messing with a, a, an elderly person and said, I love you. I see you. Uh-huh. I look like you. I hear you. He did all the textbook things they tell you to do. It turns out the guy who slashed him in the face is crazy, should be locked up, had been locked up before, but keeps getting released. In this- now, this doesn't sound like it has anything to do with the military. I don't know why it would be posted here. Jeez. I don't either. But he did get fucked up, it looks like. Yeah. Um. This is the woke U.S. military requirement video. I think that it my apologies. No wonder the Pentagon hesitated to shoot down that Chinese spy balloon. It was probably too busy scheduling the next equity and gender training session for American service members. Seriously, folks, why are you surprised? Weakness is a consequence of a woke U.S. military. Here's one example. It's a shortened clip from a recent U.S. Army recruitment video. It reveals a lot about the U.S. military's shocking transformation. It begins in California with a little girl raised by two moms. I also marched for equality. I like to think I've been defending freedom from an early age. When I was six years old, one of my moms had an accident that left her paralyzed. But she tapped into my family's pride to get back on her feet, eventually standing at the altar to marry my other mom. And after meeting with an army recruiter, I found it. A way to prove my inner strength. I'm U.S. Army Corporal Emma Malone Lord, and I answered my calling. Folks, is this the military's calling? Animated recruitment videos promoting lesbianism and same-sex marriage? In all fairness, this is only the most recent of many U.S. Army recruitment videos, but truly it appears the Pentagon is more concerned about advancing woke ideas, like what pronouns someone is using, rather than recruiting tough, masculine men to defend our nation. Now compare that recruitment clip to this one from China's People's Liberation Army. Remember, this is the same army that just sent that spy balloon unhindered over its sensitive U.S. military bases. Quite the contrast. No wonder U.S. recruitment hit its lowest level since the draft ended in 1973. It was down about 25% for the fiscal year 2022. Many in our culture want young men to become kinder, gentler, and more feminine. But that doesn't work for the military. Most 18 to 20-year-old men would be more likely to sign up if the Army placed greater emphasis on training and equipping troops to overcome the nation's enemies rather than teaching them to embrace their preferred pronouns and transgenderism. Folks, it's time the Pentagon stopped this nonsense. 
From our nation's origins in 1789 until 1947, the Defense Department was called the War Department, and for good reason. Its main task is to defend this nation and win wars, period. Our founding fathers never intended our military leaders to be social engineers. So let's get back to advancing the idea of warriors wanted and army strong before it's too late. Yeah, that's pretty interesting, actually. Ooh, that was a great video. I, I didn't think about them being like uh, social engineers, right? Like that, right. They, they want them to fucking go out there and play patty fucking cake. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty interesting. And yeah, the difference between the Chinese video, if you're just listening, I mean, it's showing like epic war scenes, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, clearly mm -hmm. simulated scenes or whatever, but people getting exploded. Yeah. Bombs real. being dropped, planes. Mm -hmm. It's like a loving cartoon. Um, that doesn't that really has work. nothing to do with the military. No. Awesome. talks about like the story right and like uh this girl needed some validation in her life literally in the story she wanted to be tough like her mom's right yeah. so found a way to i don't know like i, I feed her ego i guess it sounds like that's uh... prove herself to who because nobody gives a shit yeah yeah and nobody gives whole, a shit this whole pronoun thing you don't use your own pronouns Right. Other people use like so. It doesn't fucking matter what you call me. If you say, "Oh, that guy over there," or, or him, or what, I'm never going to be around to hear it. In most yeah, cases, right? You know what's interesting too is like you know the the name calling stuff because essentially they see it's a, a name calling, right? If if mm -hmm. I want to go by a he, but you call me a she, um, that would be something that's supposed to be offensive, I guess. Which I wouldn't really care even if somebody did call me a she, um. You know, it's not my preferred pronoun if that's the way that we're saying it, but they fucking insult people a lot, dude, in a lot of different ways. So I don't understand where the line's drawn between the fucking pronouns and just like insulting somebody. It's, it's like they take everything that's super masculine and they put a dress on it because the whole Bud Light thing, mm. do they not know who their target audience is or their, their target consumer is? Like, come on, Bud Light, not lining kugel's summer shandy no fucking bud light is what they went for it just for me know your audience know your fucking audience and it's almost like they do it on purpose to upset people yeah well uh i'm I'm sure that ghost didn't like that dig at his summer shandy that's one of his favorite beers i love lining <laughs> kugel's good. summer shandy by the way i was, I was but, gonna say something like hey why you gotta bring up my lining kugels that's good shit it is good, but it is a little more effeminate, right? Like, uh, just the idea Lemonade of beer. Yeah. yeah, yeah, very popular in Europe, though. Mm -hmm. No, I don't doubt it, dude. It's fucking good. But no, you know, I heard somebody break it down, and it was a really good breakdown. It is a communist kind of takeover, but not in the basic way that we have thought. When Bud Light goes out there, and everyone's talking about how their bottom line is falling out, right? Um, they're they're not getting nearly as much profit. Profits are sinking. That's not really at the end of the day going to affect Bud Light as a company. It's going to affect those frontline workers, the people that get commissions off of selling the beers, right? Yeah. That's who's who it's fucking. And those are middle class people. Like it's fucking over the middle class American. That's what Target's doing too. Um, when people aren't going to shop at Target anymore, they're going to start laying people off. They're the executives are always going to get their money, right? But of course. they're laying people off. And, and that's where the you know the the effects are going to be felt the most. 
So while we're on this Bud Light topic, I know it's a reaction video, but I, I clipped it because of who the CEO of Bud Light is right now. Now, in the beginning of this video, he's going to name a college uh, and he, he mispronounces it. It's actually called Bucknell. And this is in a town neighboring mine. So is it called Bucknell? Buck, Bucknell is what, how he pronounces it, but it's Bucknell. Wait, so the CEO of Bud Light has the strangest path. All right, so he went to this place called Bucknell University, and then in 2006, he went to Harvard Business School. But let's see what he did in between those two. Oh, um, he just happened to be in the CIA. And then I guess the Harvard degree fast-tracked him to senior management, and then less than 10 years later, he was the CEO. The CIA to Harvard pipeline strikes again. Hmm. That's pretty interesting. I think he was a CEO of a, uh, a couple other companies as well. Of a couple what? Uh, a couple other companies before Bud Light. Like he's bounced around a little bit. Mm. Wow. You know, I keep seeing these pop-ups on YouTube when I go to watch a, a YouTube video that's that's like John Travolta breaks his silence, comes out as gay, and like all this, this stuff that I... I don't even know why it's recommended to me. And then a bunch of weird Jared Leto videos keep getting recommended to me on YouTube. And He's if you weirdo. don't think that that shit is con, you're being inundated by mm-hmm. this pussyfooting stuff. I don't understand it. Is John Travolta even really gay? Or is this like some clickbait shit? I've heard really strong rumors that he is. Yeah, I thought he was always, but so so I guess he's come out now. He's making his transition. Sure, I maybe. I mean, I haven't heard that part of it, but it's <laughs> always been like that secret, like like kind of how Will Smith. You know, a lot of people speculate he's gay. So people need to just watch Family Guy more because they totally made the joke about him being gay fucking forever ago when it was John Travolta's wedding. And he was marrying <laughs> Kelly Preston or whatever. And it's like, I promise to love her and treat her yeah, well yeah. and touch a penis. Yeah. And no, no, not touch a penis. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's like, well, no, not that. I'll see if I can find that. That is actually a funny one, too. Well, uh, while you find that, we have we have to we have to at least touch on the cocaine issue. Yes. So I'll, I'll play the hypocrisy in media. That was a big story last week, for sure. Yes. Donald Trump drank multiple Diet Cokes per day and even had a Diet Coke button in the Oval Office. This is how the media reacted. We see him go up and down during the course of a day, and it may sometimes depend on the supply of Diet Coke. The other thing that would concern me more is this consistent um, consumption of fats and sugars. 12 Diet Cokes is a lot of Diet Coke and a not very well, healthy thing. I- you know, it causes a lot of things that you'd expect a lot of caffeine to cause. Irritability, insomnia, sometimes you become more unfocused. But now that there's actual Coke in the White House, not in a can, mm-hmm. but in a line, they act like it's a big joke. I would like to know blow by blow who is responsible for this. <laughs> Too soon. No one was injured. As far as Thank we know, and it's an illicit drug at the White House. <laughs> Why can't you actually have a bit of fun with it? Oh my God! Right. Uh, yeah, propaganda, right? Like, is look it how just... they. Oh wow! Yeah, 
That's now, really now the cocaine was originally reported being found in the library. Then it moved to the West Wing or, or somewhere else, right? Now, now the location has changed again. And look who they're kind of throwing under the bus. What we have learned is that there are, in fact, two West Wing entrances. You know that. I know that. But for the benefit of our audience. And now the investigation has progressed. And so they're saying the West executive entrance, which, as you noted, is closer to the Situation Room and closer uh, to uh, the Navy mess where there's the facilities for food and so forth. It is uh, also next to West Executive Drive. That's where, Here for example, comes. the vice president's vehicle is parked. Uh-huh. Now they're trying to pin it on Kamala. I thought that's how they were keeping Sleepy Joe awake. Yeah. But then you saw those little vi- blowy blow. Yeah, on the balcony. He's like <laughs> Yeah. Sweaty on the fourth and shit. And it's like, oh my God. Who was it that said that it's clear that Kamala is or Kamala, whatever how you say your name? Who was saying that it's clear that she's on drugs? It was someone, I think, on the tavern. Maybe it was Monday Night Master Debaters. But somebody said that. You know? Yeah, was that? I don't know. Maybe yeah. maybe it was Fox. I don't I don't remember. It could be him or maybe like that Ryan Alexander dude. I forget who it was, but somebody absolutely said that she is on drugs and not not coke, but probably weed. Some kind of pill. No, like pills. Oh, like okay. Pills or something. Like just a, she's, she's not cool enough to smoke weed. Yeah, probably not. She she'd be Brag like, about it. She did brag. Yeah, she's just trying to like make herself attractive to a certain audience, but there's no way she's fucking rolling joints. Yeah. Have you listened to her speak and try to sound profound? She sounds stoned. Yeah, like on Zanny bars. Uh, True. True. You know what I'm saying? She's got like that whole, uh, anyways. Like how she moves her head like that. It's just really weird, but yeah. Natural for her. She's, she's done that her whole life. Yeah, yeah, bobbing up and down. Okay, so this is that clip that that Julia mentioned right here from Family Guy. It's great. Uh, so what did you say? You saw a pop-up saying that... Yeah, on YouTube, it said John Travolta breaks his silence uh, coming out gay. Now, was it like a video recommended for you or something? Yeah, you see where it says, like, watch on YouTube, and, like, yeah, yeah, underneath yeah. it is all the recommended videos? It yeah. was one of the recommended videos for me. And okay. I was like, why would I even, like, how did that even pop up with me watching a documentary on the Holocaust? Yeah. Like, why? So something you're interested in, right? So, yeah. <laughs> you watch a lot of yeah. consp- do you look up a lot of conspiracy-themed stuff? I to- mean, I do for sure. So, maybe that's why. That, that could, that, uh, that's just what I would think. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. you start looking into weird, like, weird stuff, or if you start, like, looking for certain artists, to listen to their music next thing you know it's it's just constant oh, right so that. yeah i guess i get it then I, I mean if somebody looked at my search list on youtube they diagnosed me with like 10 mental disorders yeah, so. me yeah. right there with you but yeah it's hilarious here we go john travolta i haven't seen this much denial since john travolta married kelly preston john do you take kelly to be your wife i totally do i mean yeah yes absolutely and I, i'm gonna do stuff to her too like uh, touch her yeah, touch her and uh, kiss her and touch her penis. I mean, no, not that, not that. <laughs> I mean, no, not that, not that. Dude, I love those shows, man. All those cartoons. Oh, that they're great. They're great. Good shit. Um, what were you? Anything else? 
No, man, I'm I'm ready to wrap whenever you guys are. All right. Like I said, very tired this week. By the time this comes out, I, I think that dust storm that is defying all odds coming from the Sahara Desert against the trade winds will hit Florida by by the time this episode comes out. So but first we have smoke from Canada and now dust storms in the in the south. Huh. The apocalypse has begun. Seems did like you something. did you see footage from it? I have not. Here, I'll I'll, I'll share this real quick. Yeah. And, uh, I'm always down for a good, uh, good storm chasing. Video. Yeah. Sandstorm about to hit Florida. That does look apocalyptic. Crazy. I love how they turned this song into a scary song. I yeah. love that they did that. I got Because it is kind of creepy. Yeah. But it's just talking about weed. <laughs> like, that's what's funny. Right. That's yeah, you know, there bad. are parts of Texas that get big dust storms. Maybe not to this magnitude, but they're called haboobs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah we used to get them in New Mexico as well. Mm-hmm. But yep. if this one does end up being apocalyptic, everyone, you've heard it here first on Conspiracy Underground News Team. There you go. <laughs> Couldn't have done that better myself. Um, yeah, it's this and the Bud Light thing. We kind of broke the story with the Bud Light thing as well. We were talking about that long before it was big news. But, yeah, man, let's wrap this up. We'll do Cunt of the Week. And, uh, Julia, the way that this works is we get a little music and then uh you know you pick a cunt of the week that so ideally somebody that we talked about on the episode but if not just anybody that could be your cunt of the week but hit it go okay you got to fuck yourself dickhead you and the music does sound better when we're actually when it's recorded so you'll it'll come out but who's yeah. your cunt of the week my cunt of the week is crystal the climate change and <laughs> bugs eating skeptic yeah you really didn't like her right away i could tell yeah fuck that bitch yeah it's <laughs> nice nice like yeah. goes to you got i'm i'm going with uh going three weeks in a row robert f kennedy jr yeah you really don't like him huh no i do not yeah because i got duped and i don't like being duped yeah, I know. I know. And uh, yeah, I'm right there with you. Uh, just for the sake of being different, I'll say the American media. Um, you know, it can be all media all around. But yeah, the media, like how, you know, in that clip that you just shared with the Diet Coke yeah. versus the cocaine, like what, what you know, the huge difference in the way that they address that just because they're told to, you know, put a certain message out there. So they could be cunt of the weeks every week. Um, mm. Yeah, I think absolutely different good ones there. Yes. <laughs> Well, you thank you. Plug anything, Julia? Yep. Go ahead and plug stuff. Oh yeah, thanks. Um, so if anyone is interested in checking out my podcast, it's Cosmic Peach Podcast. I do have a website. It's cosmicpeachpodcast.com, and you'll find all my links there for YouTube, etc. Um, don't uh, be shy uh, to check out some merchandise or anything else. I'm cosmic.peach.podcast on Instagram. Thanks so much for having me on. 
Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, it was a great time and good catching up. And we'll have to do it again in the future. Maybe uh, give you a little bit more time to prepare and if you bring some clips or whatever. Uh, but it's it's always nice to have uh, a guest in the in the studio to to get a different opinion other than these two rant heads because uh, <laughs> things feed very negatively off each other and yeah. don't an episode. So yeah, for sure. Thanks so much, guys. Yeah. yeah, you're welcome. And to everybody out there, thank you for tuning in to uh, the Conspiracy Underground News Team, and we will see you next Tuesday.